Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. There is a chronic shortage of foster carers out there. This is not something you would know unless you've a connection or an interest or a reason to know, shall we say. But there is a chronic shortage of foster carers. There are kids who need to be in foster care, but there are no families to give them a foster home. Uh, Ethna Larkin is marketing and recruitment lead with Origin Foster Care, which is a private provider. And there is a chronic shortage, isn't there, Ethna? Good morning. Yes, good morning, PJ. Indeed, sadly, there is a, a, short, a chronic shortage of foster carers throughout the whole country um, at the moment. So we are appealing, um, in particular, I suppose, this morning to your listeners in the Cork and the general Cork area, if they have ever considered or would be open to exploring becoming a foster carer or foster family, to reach out and get in touch with us. Yeah, you yourself are a carer for twenty-two years. How did you get involved in it, and why? Um, yeah, we've been foster carers um, for a long time now. Um, we originally, <laughs> we saw just an ad in our local uh, church bulletin, actually, mm-hmm. uh, that they were really short of foster carers, and we had a chat about it, and we explored it a little further, and yeah, I suppose a few months down the road, we were foster carers. Uh, I myself grew up, we weren't actually, my family weren't foster carers, but we did have um, two cousins live with us whose parents had died very young. Mm-hmm. Um so I suppose in modern terms now we would be called relative foster carers, but it wasn't an official arrangement. So I suppose I had a little insight into what it was like for children coming to live in somebody else's home, even though in our case we were relatives. But it's still, you know, a huge jump and very traumatic. Relative fostering is, is one <laughs> area, but foster families, there's both the public system and there's the private system and you are the the private system like for someone who wanted to get involved in fostering supposing like who can be a foster carer Ethna? yes um that's a really good question i suppose it's not everyone that can be a foster carer there's a s- essential criteria first of all that um an individual or a family must meet so the first one is uh, you must have a spare room um, when children are taken into care and they come to live with you, they need a spare room just so that they have their own private space, uh, a safe space, 
and that they can go there kind of just to, I suppose, when they need time on their own and to reconcile their new circumstances. So that is one of the most essential criteria. Mm. We need foster carers to be able to drive. Now, we do look at, you know, people who live in big cities with really good transport systems. Uh, we look at their individual circumstances. Um, but, you know, foster carers do have to bring children in their care to, I suppose, additional appointments, you know, therapeutic appointments, meeting professionals, um, and also meeting with birth family. And the birth family may not always be, you know, on a bus or a train route. So being able to get the child that you're caring for to, to these meetings is hugely important. Um, is it preferable to have other children of your own or would someone who no, has no children be fostered? Yeah, we have lots of foster carers um, who don't have children. Uh, we have lots of foster carers whose children have grown up and moved out of the home and they now have the space, number one. But I suppose what's even more important is they have the time and the flexibility to meet the needs of a child coming into care. Um, and that is a big part of what we look at through the assessment process is what kind of time do you have and how flexible mm. um, are you? You know, some people work and for months they have flexibility. Uh, you know, we, we look at that and we can work around it. Yeah. Um, I suppose one of the things that foster carers need to be able to deal with is I suppose just accepting the unknown and dealing with uncertainty because that's a huge part of fostering. Yeah. You know, when children are taken into care, we don't know everything. We don't know their full history. So there's a lot of unknowns there. Um, and then, you know, plans are changing. Um, you know, there may be a plan to mi visit maybe with a birth family and something happens and it yeah. changes. So you certainly need to be able to do, you don't know how the child is going to react. Uh, you might have a day out planned and then suddenly maybe they decide they don't want to go. Yeah. So you certainly need to be able to deal with just things not going to plan. I would su suspect that you're dealing with children a lot of the time, who've come from difficulty. Because if they weren't coming from difficulty, yes. they wouldn't need a foster placement in the first place. And as we know, uh, to quote the great Dr. Chris Luke, who was the first I heard to use these words, difficulty makes people difficult. So you may have difficult children. Fostering foster uh, children can be difficult children at times. Um, yes, I wouldn't exactly use the term difficult children, but certainly they are children who have troubled. experienced trauma. They're troubled. Um, and sometimes their behaviours are reactions to the trauma. Yes, that's what um, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the behaviour, the reaction to that trauma can certainly come out in difficult behaviours. And a lot that is a lot of what we do here in Origins is that we support and train our foster carers to deal with that trauma. And research shows us that, you know, a good, secure, safe foster pl placement, it cannot remove the trauma the child has experienced, but it can certainly help the child to repair from having experienced that trauma. You must have some... But any child who comes into care has it, even regardless as to how difficult the background is, just being taken away from your parents and your family and everything you know, and coming to live with a different family is trauma. So yes, every foster parent is dealing with trauma. You must have seen a lot in your own 22 years fostering. Um, is it rewarding? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it is challenging, without a doubt. Um, we've had lots of uh, sleepless nights, lots of worries, lots of, I guess, stress that we might not have ever thought would be part of our lives. Um, 
But on reflection, it's hugely rewarding. And sometimes it's just the small little things uh, that are really rewarding. Like it what? might be, you know, it might be just a child actually feeling safe, uh, maybe a child actually relaxing where they can sit beside you on the couch maybe and watch a movie. It might be a child sleeping the whole night long. Um, you know, it might be as simple as a child actually feeling comfortable enough to maybe go and actually open the fridge and take out their own dinner or um, all kinds of small little things um, mm-hmm. that, you know, we had we had one little boy here and on his first Christmas, he didn't want to go to sleep because he said it was the best day of his life. Wow. Um, and I thought, you know, small little things like that will get you through the dark days. Um, and I suppose the important thing for foster care is to remember is that you're not alone. You know, here at Origins, we have a 24-hour support line, and that line is manned by our professional senior social workers. So even if you have a crisis, you know, on a Saturday night at 2 o'clock in the morning, there is somebody at the end of the phone. It's not just a call line. Oh, really? Um, who can help you, okay. you know, and reass- sometimes it's just reassurance you need that whatever decision you've made is the right decision. Mm. Um, okay, teenager, teenagers are not, you know, it's, it's not beyond them to storm out of the house in a huff at 1 in the morning. Oh, indeed, it's not, no. Um, You know, or children may not come home when they're supposed to. um, And that's why the support is there for you. So that you realise that you're not not alone. And, you know, the social worker would just talk you through the next steps and just be there as a, a, you know, somebody to listen to. Yeah. The approval process, is it arduous? It is. um, And I think it needs to be. At the end of the day, we are placing somebody else's child in your care. Um, And that's a huge responsibility. So we need to make sure that the people that we have as foster carers are the very best people that can be. So the assessment process takes somewhere around four uh, four to five months. Mm. It involves guards vetting, uh, police checks for any country you've lived in for more than six months, personal references, area checks for any area that you've lived in and to see if you're known to social services. And then the assessment process itself is, um, some people use the word invasive. Uh, It's thorough. Mm. It explores, you know, how you were parented, how you parent if you are a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, It explores, you know, how you might react to stress. But you know what I say to people? Foster carers only do this once and it's five months at the most out of your life. There's children waiting for pl- for secure, safe placements. They could be waiting, you know, years for that placement. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you only go through that. And it's not that it's a horrible assessment. It might be uncomfortable. It is, you know, it does get personal. Yeah. Um, it's obviously confidential. But it's only that uncomfortable feeling for max, you know, five months, four yeah. to five months. No, it's not that you're asked to do this for nothing. There is an allowance. I have heard that one of the reasons that it's hard to get fosterers, is that that allowance hasn't been adjusted in quite some time. What do they get paid? Yes, yes. The allowance it hasn't, you're correct, you have heard it's been got a lot of media um, play. It hasn't been changed since 2009, but we have um, been in touch with the ministers. We have written to the ministers and petitioned them, and we are very hopeful that next week uh, that that allowance will be increased, that there will be something done for foster carers. Mm. Currently, the allowance for children under 12 is €325 Euro per week, and for children over 12, 
352 euro. And that's paid to the foster care. It's not a payment to the foster care. It is an allowance for the child uh, to meet their needs. And so that is paid when a child is in your care. So if you have a period of, you know, two weeks where you're, mm-hmm. you don't have a child with, living with you, um, then that allowance isn't paid. So and do you get the children's allowance on top of that the for them? Uh, it depends on the, when the child is in long term. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Term care, yes. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it is, I, I agree with you that it is maybe a deterrent for some people, but I would also say after my 21 plus years of experience, it's not, there are easier, it is not about um, money, believe me, for all the hours. Oh, I know, I know, I know that. And do, a question straight ways, away, the so question is the 300 and say 325 euro, that mm-hmm. taxable? No, it's it doesn't it doesn't affect your uh, income. It's not because it's not an income. It's not it's, classed as household income. Like one thing that people no. might worry is if you have an individual in the house who's a welfare recipient and there's an extra three hundred and twenty-five quid coming in. No, no, no. no okay. It's not. It's not taxable. It's not an income. It's an allowance for while the child is living with you. I see. I see. Um, here's a question that comes up: Can I take a foster child on holiday with my own children? Um, yes, the, the answer is yes, depending on the circumstances. Children in care, we do encourage foster carers to take them on holidays, obviously as part the same as all of the rest of their family. Um, it's just, I suppose, not as straightforward. You just need to confirm with the child social worker um, that there is permission from the birth parents to bring uh, the child that is in your care mm-hmm. on holidays with you. But yes, lots of, uh, we have always taken our children on holidays. Yeah. And you know, we ask foster parents to include the children in care as part of their normal family activities. Mm. There was a judge, I won't mention his name, he's retired now, but he was very highly regarded in child law circles. And he used to say that it was harder to get foster parents in a thriving economy, which is what we have right now. Is that the case? 
Um, it is, I suppose it is, um, I don't know if it's a thriving economy, but I suppose the reality is historically, you know, there was one parent in the home all of yeah. the time. Yeah. So. Oh, just, sorry, I meant to parents, ask that. Does there have to be? No, there doesn't have to be. What we do is we look at how much time you have available, how flexible you are. And I suppose we ask people to consider it's just, you know, like preparing for a birth child. Um, you know, people take schedule to have obviously uh, moms who are on maternity leave, they take time off. So we would be looking if two parents are working, you know, can you take a week or two off when the child moves in with your family first? So you can have time to help that child to settle. And then we look at your weekly schedule. How much time do you have available? You know, are you available if you get a call from the school? We would look at, uh, and I suppose this is a big part of what we do in Origins, is what we call the matching process. So when we get the profile of a child coming into care or needing foster care, we look at, you know, how many appointments they may have, what therapeutic supports they need, how many visits they have with their birth family, and then we approach foster carers that we think could meet their needs. I see. And we look at that and see, um, you know, what what availability you have to meet the needs of, and every child is different. Can a single person foster Ethna? Yes, we have absolutely, we have lots of single foster carers. Um, And again, you know, what we ask single foster carers to do is from once they think about fostering, we just ask them to start to think about their support network you know, they're at home on their own. Who would they call, say, at four o'clock in the morning if they have a crisis? Um, if they need to take a child to hospital or if they need, say, to go to hospital themselves or they have a personal crisis. So we look at their support network and then we guide the vet their support network as well. I see, I see. But yeah, we've lots of single foster cares. If somebody was considering it based on our conversation and by the way we will podcast this later if somebody was considering it based on our on our uh, conversation what would they do what's the first port of call okay there are a number of things they can do the first one is we actually have an information session online today at one o'clock so if they're really fast they could get in touch with me and we could have them join us today at one o'clock online um, failing that they can take a look at our website which is originsfostercare.ie um, and all of our details there are there. Um, or they can contact myself, reach out to myself. Uh, my number is 087-052-9749. Okay. okay. Or they can contact our Cork office, which is 021-237-3151. <laughs> Three one three one five one, and someone will and we have some really um, good blogs from our existing foster carers. Uh, some very short videos on our website that are really, really worth watching for okay. anybody considering uh, the impact they can have on a child's life. Because that's what it's all about. Is you know, it's such foster care. While it is challenging, it is such an opportunity to really make a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. Lastly. Um, briefly, children with special needs, how hard is it to get foster placements for them? Actually, surprisingly enough, it, it's not always that difficult. Uh, sometimes we actually have people who approach us who have particular experience with special needs. They may have had their own child with special needs uh, or they may work with children with special needs. Um, and that may be their kind of niche experience. Um, and they may reach out to us. Yeah, so I think it's there isn't a specific, like a lot of our 
requests for placements at the moment, you know, are for young babies, young children. Um, we go through, you know, we have a lot of requests for teenagers. So I don't think there is a specific profile of a child that is particularly difficult to get foster carers for. I think it's just there is a general shortage, shortage of foster care. We have a lot of foster carers ageing out of the foster care uh, as well. You know, they've been foster carers for years and years and years. Uh, so that too is, you know, one of the reasons for the current shortage. Okay, okay. Esna, we will leave it there and maybe we'll speak again. If anybody is minded to consider that they might foster a child, uh, you can contact Ethna at uh, Origin Foster Care. You can call their Cork office 021-2373-151. That's a landline or Ethna has been kind enough to give us a mobile number 0870529749 Is it something you've done something you have would consider doing is it something you did and you'd like to tell me about what that experience was like or is it something that you wouldn't do in a fit because that's another voice another another view Corks 96 FM